Hello and welcome to Words of Wisdom, a podcast dedicated to reflecting on the wisdom of the Book of Proverbs. Your host is Dr. Jerry Weirwool, who will share life-giving truth from Proverbs that will help us become wise and discerning. Wisdom is a journey, and we hope you will join us for this exciting adventure. Proverbs 29.11 says, A fool lets out all of his emotions, but a wise person keeps them calm within. The antithetic parallelism of this simple proverb delivers a profound truth. To be foolish is to let out all of your emotions, but to be wise means that you keep them calm within yourself. Let's dig into what each of these lines means a little more to better understand what they're saying. The phrase, lets out all of his emotions, is interesting, as it employs a common idiom that we still use today. The Hebrew word translated lets out means to vent, to release, or to allow to escape. We talk about letting things out in our day and time as well, such as the idiom, oops, she let the cat out of the bag, meaning to divulge a secret or some sensitive information that we weren't supposed to tell. Also, the phrase let off is very similar, like in the expression, he just needed to let off some steam, meaning to let out some pent-up energy or feelings. It's often used in contexts when someone has accumulated stress or tension and they need to release it in order to relax and settle down. I should say something about the Hebrew word translated emotions. It can refer to one's spirit, attitude, disposition, and therefore by metonymy, their emotions. We could say that the meaning consists of the non-physical components of who you are. We often speak about these realities in terms of one's mind, their thoughts and attitudes, and one's heart, their emotions, desires, and motivations. Nevertheless, in the context of the proverb, the emotions that are likely in view are anger and other agitated emotions. The basic idea here in the first line is that a fool simply does not contain their emotions. Whether they're oblivious to them or just out of sheer habit and lack of self-discipline, the fool vents their emotions without restraint. If you picture emotions like high-pressured water in a fire hydrant, the fool just turns the hydrant wide open and lets it spray all over the place until it floods the street. As you can imagine, anyone near the fire hydrant ends up getting hit by the stream of water that is shooting out of it. The same goes for the anger and agitated emotions that the fool lets out uninhibited. Whoever is in front of the fool when their emotions are let out will get caught in the crosshairs and end up suffering the hurt and destruction that they can cause. In contemporary vernacular, we might paraphrase the first line and say, only fools lose their temper. That might resonate with us a little more as the word emotions can have a positive, neutral, or negative connotation. And it's not always obvious at first which one is meant. But we all know what it's like to be around someone who loses their temper. It can be a nasty and traumatic experience. When a person loses their temper, they say and do things that they otherwise would never do if they were not caught up in their emotions. But that's just it. There's something about what happens when a person just lets out their emotions. Now keep in mind, we're talking primarily about anger and negative emotions here. Explosive or uncontrolled anger is extremely dangerous, and it can be unintentionally very destructive. 
there is a whole host of hormonal and neurochemical changes that happen when we experience agitated emotions like anger. First, our autonomic nervous system is aroused, and we transition away from cognitive processing in our prefrontal cortex, which is in the front of our forehead and is responsible for the rational and logical thinking, to the amygdala and hypothalamus, which are on the top of our brainstem below the cortex. This is a result of activating what is known as the sympathetic nervous system. When our cognitive processing diverts to the amygdala and hypothalamus, we enter the fight, flight, or freeze response zone. Our heart rate rises, blood pressure increases, adrenaline, cortisol, and other potent hormones are released. All in all, this is a recipe that causes us to say and do things without thinking. And that's the danger of getting caught up in our emotions. We literally change the way our brain functions, albeit only for a short period of time, thankfully. But in that short window of time, we can lash out without even realizing it. By the time we can process logically and rationally what we are doing, it is already too late. The damage has been done. If we're not careful when we get triggered, we can slip into our autonomic nervous system in a split second and quickly lose control. And that is when we tend to say and do things that we normally wouldn't. We're probably all familiar with the phrase, to push someone's buttons. It's a catchphrase that refers to knowing how to trigger someone. We've all been triggered at one time or another in life, and being triggered can happen to various degrees depending upon the circumstances. When the proverb is talking about how a fool lets out all of his emotions, this can happen by being triggered and unaware that someone or something has pushed your button. Have you ever experienced a time when someone said or did something and then you just blurt out a comeback or react in an uncharacteristic way? Well, you were probably triggered and slipped into your autonomic nervous system without perceiving that it had happened. What usually happens next is we react in whatever conditioned way is most dominant in our subconscious. If that reaction is fight, then we will become aggressive, threatening, and violent. If that reaction is flight, we will become evasive, defensive, and withdrawn. And if that reaction is freeze, then we will become silent, numb, and unresponsive. But mainly what the proverb is getting at deals only with the fight reaction. When we experience strong emotions of anger or rage that cause us to retaliate. I want to give you an illustration relating to the first part of the proverb before looking at the second half. In 2009, at the MTV Video Music Awards Ceremony in Radio City Music Hall in New York City, when it was time for the award for Best Female Video, something unexpected happened. Actor Taylor Lautner read the card, and the Best Female Video goes to Taylor Swift. Swift walks up to the podium with excitement to receive the award for her hit video, You Belong With Me. As Swift begins to describe her dream of winning this award someday and begins to thank everyone, suddenly Kanye West runs up on stage and snatches the microphone out of Swift's hand and proceeds to say, hey, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. West was referring to Beyonce's video for her song, Single Ladies, Put a Ring on It. It seems that 
West was triggered by Swift winning the award rather than Beyonce and could not control himself, but had to say something in front of the entire audience by taking the microphone out of the hands of Swift, who won the award in order to defer attention to Beyonce, whom he felt should have won. Probably all of the emotions surrounding the indignation at what had happened welled up inside West, and he decided to just let them all out. And what that looked like was getting up in front of several thousand people and saying his piece, even at the expense of publicly disrespecting and humiliating fellow artist Taylor Swift. And we're not talking about a side comment to a magazine journalist or during an interview. No, this was on the big stage and everyone was watching. West was surely a fool that night by letting his emotions get the best of him. And it probably didn't help that he'd been drinking heavily before the ceremony as well. Swift will likely never forget West's outburst that night and how hurtful it was for him to do something like that to her. There is another proverb that aptly captures West's incident, and that is Proverbs 25:28, which says, Like a city broken into, one without a wall, is a person who has no self-control over his emotions. Now, I covered this proverb in episode 53, Out of Control, where I brought out the understanding that having no self-control over your emotions is like being a defenseless city without any walls. The capability to manage yourself is gone, and there is nothing to protect yourself from letting out ruthless emotions like anger and rage. Or getting back now to Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11, the second line says, But a wise person keeps them calm within. The phrase, keeps them calm within, literally means holds them back. But this isn't about denying how you feel or suppressing your emotions or anything like that. On the contrary, to the way the fool behaves, the wise person exercises self-control and discipline concerning their emotions. They are able to recognize what they're feeling and can keep those emotions calm within themselves. Now, I know what you might be thinking that it sounds like stoicism, where a person is supposed to be indifferent to pain or pleasure and not feel their emotions, but disregard them. Keeping our emotions calm within has nothing to do with denying ourselves to genuinely experience them, but rather it means to not irresponsibly release them in a cavalier way where they can harm us and others. Unlike the fool, the wise person is cool-headed, not speaking rashly or impulsively based on their emotions. They are purposeful and thoughtful in their speech and choose to refrain from speaking until they have settled their intense negative emotions within themselves. Keeping emotions calm within doesn't mean the wise don't feel anger, rage, or other inflammatory emotions, but that they do not allow them to rise up within them to the point of letting them take over their words and actions. Now, what do we do if we find our emotions rising up and we begin to slip into our sympathetic nervous system? Well, Yahweh designed another part of our bodies to counter the sympathetic nervous system. And we call this the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for allowing our bodies to relax and rest. Research shows that there are certain ways 
that we can transition from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic system. First, repetitive breathing, focusing our attention on the rhythm of inhaling and exhaling can help reduce the effect of rising emotions and the sympathetic nervous system. And it will also stimulate the vagus nerve in our brainstem, which will lower our heart rate and blood pressure and relax muscles and release tension. Secondly, a deep sigh. Breathing in deeply and then slowly exhaling can have a dramatic effect on our emotional state. Studies have shown that a deep sigh can soothe an overactivated sympathetic system and bring a person into a more balanced parasympathetic state. Third, physical touch. Our sympathetic nervous system is often triggered when we feel threatened or afraid. Research shows that physical touch can soothe the nervous system and restore a sense of safety and trust. Furthermore, gentle touch is known to release oxytocin, which is a neurochemical in the brain that is responsible for producing the perception of well-being and safety. Oxytocin will mitigate the effects of adrenaline and cortisol in the body that are released by the sympathetic nervous system. Fourth, placing our hand on our heart. Studies have shown that placing our hand on our heart and focusing on our heartbeat can have a calming effect upon the body and mind, especially when it is combined with controlled breathing exercises. And then fifth, changing our posture. Our body is connected with our mind, and our physical posture can have a dramatic effect upon the way we feel in a given circumstance. Research has shown that if we take a posture that expresses the opposite of what we are feeling in that moment, we can lessen its effect upon our mind. Changing our posture to a less aggressive stance or appearance can be very helpful to reduce the effects if we are experiencing negative emotions like fear or anger. To illustrate the second half of this proverb, I want to share with you an incident that happened in the NFL during the 2022 playoffs. On Sunday afternoon, January 23rd, at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were playing the Los Angeles Rams. The Buccaneers had turned a large second-half deficit of 27-3 into a 27-27 tied game with only 42 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. It looked as though the Buccaneers quarterback, Tom Brady, was going to lead his team to a legendary comeback that would enable them to ride the momentum into overtime in order to gain the win. However, with seconds left, a breakdown in the Buccaneers' defense coverage allowed the Rams to successfully complete a 30-yard field goal, thereby winning the game 30-27. to this defeat pushed Tom Brady and the Buccaneers out of the NFC Championship and with no hopes for the Super Bowl this season. In the wake of this depressing upset, when it looked like Brady and the Buccaneers were going to get to be the defending champions of the NFC and the Super Bowl, Brady was asked by a reporter in a post-game press conference, Are you coming back? Brady is the most winningest quarterback in NFL history and has won seven Super Bowl championships. Brady replied to the reporter by saying, I haven't put a lot of thought into it. We'll just take it day by day. As you might guess, the media were hungry for an answer from the legend as to what his plans were. 
being in a high-pressured situation is nothing new to Brady. He lives his life in high-pressure environments on the football field, having to make split-second decisions all the time. But still reeling from the loss to the Rams, Brady knew this was not the time to make impulsive remarks. Because if he wasn't careful with what he said, he knew the media would take and use it in whatever way they saw fit. So Brady calmly replied to the insistent reporters, Truthfully, guys, I'm thinking about this game, and I'm not thinking about anything past five minutes from now. Brady's response might seem simple on the surface, but it exhibits a deep emotional awareness and intelligence. Brady knew that it was not the time or the place to make a decision about his future in the NFL and announce it to the press. Whatever Brady was feeling in light of his recent loss to the Rams, he did an admirable job of keeping his emotions calm within himself. He maintained composure and clarity in his thinking by not letting the reporters pressure him or trigger him by asking about whether or not he was going to retire. It is clear that Brady did not slip into his autonomic nervous system. Instead, he focused on what had happened that day and was present in the moment, not thinking down the road about what's next for him. This sort of self-control and wise response from Brady enabled him to now have time to settle his emotions and to consider carefully the complex factors involved in making a decision as significant as whether to play another season in the NFL or not, or to hang up his jersey and open a new chapter in his life. To conclude, let's review what the proverb is instructing us to learn. First, a fool places no restraint on the release of their emotions. They're like a loose cannon, and anyone in their line of sight is likely to get shot. They will often speak impetuously and inappropriately by letting out their emotions unchecked. As a result, they launch an onslaught of emotionally charged and vicious words and actions that will wreak havoc on whoever's in their path. Unlike the fool, the wise person is self-aware and knows the power of their emotions and the destruction that they can cause if unbridled. They refuse to vent their feelings so that they're not caught up in a whirlwind of anger or agitation. Rather, the wise person subdues their anger and emotions and keeps them under control within their heart. In doing so, they show themselves to be safe and trustworthy. A person who is mindful and cautious about the power of emotions so that they do not harm others through careless words or actions. This is the wisdom of the proverb. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Words of Wisdom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be so appreciative if you would share this podcast with your friends. And if you have been blessed by this work, please consider supporting the podcast by clicking on the donation link in the description.